BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Armstrong and Getty. Why are you here today? We choose truth over facts. I, I don't understand what you're saying. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. All right, go, go. Spare us the theatrics. Behave yourself. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. So first, Sean is going to seek out an impossible burger. Yeah, I'm, uh, there there are two... That's a meat company. Yes, Impossible Meat Company is one of the two major companies that's really kind of getting into this new fake meat space. Uh, the other one is... <laughs> fake meat space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one is called Beyond Meat. That, those are the ones that are paired with Carl's Jr. Uh, I'm going right. to look around and see if, see if those are available in, in, in this area as well. And that but, sounds better than all the ones I've eaten, which are all called, but this clearly isn't meat. And the Beyond Beef is excellent. You've, You've had, had it? it? Yes, I've had it a number of times. It is great. It just tastes good or it tastes like beef? It tastes like beef, and it does actually kind of ooze a little something that looks like it might be blood. I mean, yeah, what is it with people? <laughs> It's juice. What? People like juice, not what? blood. What well, is it with people? <laughs> Seriously, all this talk well, of blood. Yeah. Well, if, it's, if it's a rare steak, it's blood. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. Oh, no. come on. No, no it, but it is Disgusting. excellent. I highly recommend it. Did you buy the just the raw meats from like the grocery store yep. and then make it yourself? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so so two, I guess it's the Beyond Meat is the one that's kind of making a, a bigger push into right. grocery stores. Okay. Impossible is the one that's really trying to make the push into restaurants and fast food, and they're, they're trying to get their their products adopted. I gotta that buy way. some of that at the store and try it at home with un, without telling anybody. That's oh. the best way to test it. Deception, yes. Yeah. Dress it up with a little Deception. onion, little onion, little ketchup, uh, some lettuce. Yeah. Oh, it's good. In other words, 
common hamburger condiments. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just like you would a normal burger. Yeah. Some Thus, ranch so dressing. Throwing them a, off the scent. Right. I don't Some... eat it with a knife and fork plane, Marshall. All right. <laughs> so what is the clown? Possible beef? You have impossible beef? No. Probable beef? No. Clearly not Unlikely beef. beef. No. So, okay, so you got that. I'm ex- kind of excited about that. Why am I excited about that? I don't care. I'm not trying to stay away from red meat. but uh, It's tasty. I'll try it out. And then, so there were a bunch of donuts today here at work. Yeah. Somebody brought in a ton of donuts because the sales team hit goal or something. Yeah. Some good news like There's that. There's less now than there were earlier. And I, a guy who never eats donuts, ate a big-ass donut. And now I'm filled with shame and donut. And a big-ass. Big ass donuts leads big a ass. Bar now follow me here. They claim it was entirely made of maple. It was delicious, mm. and I had what was purportedly to be the bear of a uh, the claw of a bear. Also delicious. <laughs> but so I ha- I haven't eaten one. I've been I've been mostly good for the last month. I had a binge over the weekend. Oh, oh. it was ugly. What did it ugly. consist of? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, my wife buys these tr- these uh, trays of cinnamon rolls from our local grocery store, high end oh, grocery store, and they're they're delicious. They're like a really good cinnamon roll. Oh. And I think I ate three or four of those. Yes. Oh man, with and, coffee and, or decaf or something. Oh man. So, am I more common or less common than than, than in that it's like uh, taking your finger out of a dam? I mean, I I don't I don't because I was in the lunchroom. I haven't had a donut today, but I was in the lunchroom and somebody said, "Have one." Well. If I could, it's like having one beer. If I could have right. one beer, I'd drink. If I could have one donut, the problem is even if I only have one donut now, it's for the rest of the day, I'll eat crap. It's just... Oh, really? Uh, possibly. Oh, but, see, I had one donut, and I'll, I'll eat like a monk the rest of the really? day. Just because of the shame. I'm more kind of on that oh. side of things. Where, well, good for you. Yeah. That's not the way it works for me. It just right. kind of... Right. Once, once I release my willpower... Then it's just off to the races. This day is a loss. Yeah, exactly. Which is stupid. Just just get this day as lossy as possible. Which is a dumb way to look at it. Makes no sense on any level whatsoever. But yeah, I had a couple of cinnamon rolls, and then I ate a little ice cream, and I had a bowl of Fruit Loops. (laughs) If I could vomit the donut right now, I think I would. Okay, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. So the only part of the donut you want is the is the eaten part, right? But the sensation of swallowing is well, which is why your neck valve is so brilliant. (laughs) I don't. Do you need the sensation of swallowing? I certainly. Once it's in your your stomach, it has no use whatsoever. In fact, it's doing you harm. Right. It's a poison, really. Um, it, it's something that's bad for your body. You made your friggin' point. Move on. <laughs> we get it. You didn't need a donut today. We did. It's a poison. It's killing you. It's hurting you. It's damaging you. It's shortening your life. It's ruining your body. I was thinking this about myself the other night. It's when I ate. sending you at 100 miles per hour into moldering in your grave. Skydiving right. without a chute is really right. what you're doing. Right. So I thought this the other night when I ate a couple cinnamon rolls. Now that they're in my stomach, they're of no use to me whatsoever. Right. Why isn't the smart thing to do to throw it up or to get it out of there somehow? Well, then there's the whole damage you do to yourself by making yourself vomit. Right. And then then does it become a habit? Right. You're you're better off just forswearing it. I'm just not going to eat that Not eating the push place? I went years without eating a donut, but now I'm... I'm, I'm, why, why haven't we come up with these human beings and in between? I get to eat it and swallow it, but it doesn't go into my stomach. Right. I've been advocating for years, this would be some surgery involved, <laughs> yes. a valve in the neck. The food goes, you flip a little lever here, and so <laughs> instead of the food going down into your stomach, it goes out this tube 
into a bag instead. It's in a bag instead of your stomach. Right. I've gotten all the good part out of it. I don't need it anymore. Right. It's in this bag. I'll chew up. Fashionable accessory for the gals or something nice and leathery looking for the guys. Oh yeah, it could be your favorite sports team logo. Oh, I don't right. care what yeah. you do. With Sitting it. on your shoulder, right? Or, yeah, every yeah. football team. You could get a, a Green yeah. Bay Packers neck sure. bag. How does? Yeah. How is this not yeah. a good idea? Oh, it's a great idea. God, and then if you could do that, say they can do that, and your you know neck doesn't collapse and you die. Um, <laughs> it's more than you, one out of right. ten patients. Just for the sake of the argument, yeah. if the food that went in your mouth, you could have it go somewhere else other than in your body. What yeah. would you eat all day long? Do you think you'd just eat donuts? You'd be like Homer on the assembly line at the donut place. You'd just be eating donuts all day long. You might be. You might not be able to afford to live that lifestyle. You might want right. to go back to the old days right. where at least you had the limiting factor of weight and shame. Because now I got I spent <laughs> right. I spent five thousand dollars last month on eating. Wow! You I just think? Nonst- I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what would happen. I don't... If there were no consequences to eating, how much would you eat yummy food? Just yeah. for the sensation of it? I don't know. I think he'd get tired of it. Well, you weren't. You wouldn't get full though. So you know how you you might enjoy that yeah, first pizza but... pizza. Why wouldn't yeah. you enjoy the fifth one just as much if it didn't go in your stomach? Because I think part of the enjoyment is sating your hunger. I think that's a big part of the neurological enjoyment of it. You just don't realize. They should do that test on mice. Yeah, I'll tell you though. By the time you get into by the time you get into neck valve maintenance, I mean (laughs) it just becomes way overwhelming. You know, how often you got to clean your neck valve? You know, like two, three times a day, like you brush your teeth. That's probably Imagine. a good idea. It could get a little gamey. Yeah, you no want to kidding. flush it out at oh, least yeah. weekly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when yeah. you reach down into your garbage disposal and it's all slimy. <laughs> <and everyone>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Weird be, smells start oh, coming yeah. out It'd of it. It'd be like you know? all other hygiene. you got people who take good care of themselves, and you got right. people who are kind of disgusted. So you got to take like a long wire brush and go to go. <laughs> 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 and then you close the valve, and it's yeah. got to be able to bend around the elbow. Right. Right. It'd, be, uh, it'd just be a big, thick pipe cleaner is what it would be. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So in my lifetime, I've been around many sinks with garbage disposals, and not once have they ever just started on their own. But every time I need to reach down into the sink to get oh. something out of there, oh, yeah, I'm it's... 95% sure this thing is just <laughs> yes. going to chew up my arm and <laughs> right. suck me down the drain. Right. Yeah, right. I literally use my right hand so that if it accidentally turns on, I can still play guitar. You know, there's a switch under there. You can just turn it off. Well, what? Uh, but again, once never leapt into action on its own in my entire life, like Sean's saying. Yeah, not even. I've never even heard of somebody say, "Oh yeah, my garbage it just it just turned on randomly." Mm-hmm. No, no, but for that some would, reason, that uh, would really that would hurt. Yeah, that would no hurt kidding. a lot. I get like standing on the ledge of a tall building, sweats when I need to reach in there and pull right. out a spoon that dropped in. It's like being afraid to grab something out of your gas fireplace because you're afraid it'll just burst into flame and cook you. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. I burnt the living bejesus out of my tongue yesterday, drinking hot coffee. Sorry to hear that. Worst I've ever done. Still can't taste anything. After decades of drinking coffee. Yeah. I know. I think the same thing when I do it to myself. How did I... What, how could I not be good at this? It's like when you hit your head getting into your car. I've gotten mm-hmm. into my car a thousand times. Why did I just smash my ear on the door this time? Right. <laughs> not tasting anything is actually a superpower. If I could, if, if I had to lose one sense, I would willingly lose taste. Yeah. Never. Never. The others, you, are, the you, others are all essential to survival. Taste you, is the only thing that holds you back. You'd give up one of the other ones? 
Absolutely. Overtaste? The Which Epicurean one? lifestyle is my greatest delight. So you're going to go through life blind so you can taste? No way. No, probably not. Um, uh, but so I was eating on my coffee and I put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. Still not hot. Put it in for 15 seconds. Still not hot. And out of frustration, fine! Put it in for... Ah! Now you're hot! <laughs> and then I took a big swick of it. And then I had the... I've done this before. Where it's in your mouth and you have like a millionth of a second. Do I, is this so bad I should spit it out? Yes. Yes. All over the place and make a giant mess? Yes. Or tough it out? I, tough, it. I toughed it out, but man, just seared my tongue. Oh boy. Oh, I hate so that now thing. you got no sense of taste. Right. Whether you like it Luckily, or not. Luckily, it was after I hit my donut bottom. I believe I have hit my donut bottom. And if you eat enough donuts, you will have a donut bottom. Oh yeah. Look at the donut bottom on him or her. What, what what was your donut bottom? I just I ate so many donuts yesterday, and it's been oh. so many days in a row that I just just saying it almost made me chunder just now. Wow! I just I don't I don't know that I can ever even look or smell a donut ever again. I've known people who have gone on all sorts of different binges. I've never known anybody who's <laughs> gone on a a multi day donut binge. I think I've a donut every day for fourteen days straight, something like that. Yeah. Well, now that you burn your taste buds off, you can just eat broccoli. It tastes the same as a donut. Exactly. Pretend it's a donut. Mmm, delicious long drawn. Funny texture, but yummy. Um <laughs> so I don't uh, you know, I don't I'm sure there are questionnaires all over the internet how you assess whether you are an alcoholic or not. Has drinking ever caused you to blank? Do you ever blank because you've been drinking? Do people ever say to you, your drinking is blank? I mean, if you were to insert donut instead of drinking in one of those questionnaires, I'd be curious to see, has your wife ever said, honey, I think you're donutting too much? <laughs> Have or, you ever or, gotten in a fight when you'd eaten a donut? <laughs> Have your kids ever say, said, daddy, why are you donutting? Have you ever woken up with a stranger because you've had too many donuts? <laughs> yes. Wait, are the, am I supposed to be writing these down? Have you ever called in sick to work because you had too many donuts the previous night? Huh? Crashed my car with a donut between my legs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Frosting everywhere. Oh, you know what? That's funny. We got an email from a, a lady, and I wasn't sure whether to read it or not on the air. I couldn't decide. I kept hey, going I'm back sure it's fine. Michael, be quiet in there. Um... <laughs> It was about her daughter who had a couple of drinks, college age young gal, um, but, but of, of, of legal age. I think she may have been 21, 22. Had a couple of drinks, got busted for DUI, and the penalty that they were going to hit her with would have made it extremely difficult for her to keep her job, and she would have owed big fines, had no way to pay them, and gone into a spiral of, 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 you know, terrible financial outcomes. But because mom and dad could hire an attorney and a good one, her penalties were vastly reduced to the point that she could keep her job Mm. and go on with her life. And, boy, that, that email troubled me. I wasn't sure... You know what our take should be, or or I I really wanted to think about it for a while before I brought it to you, but that that bothered me. Well, the 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 we we haven't decided as this we've decided as a society drinking and driving is bad, yes. and we've come up with a penalty. But yeah. I don't think anybody decided. You know, let's make the penalty uh, ru- ruins your ruins your life. Right. One one DUI ruins your life. Right. Well, it went from six months with no license to four months restricted license. And it went from something like a month in jail to 
um, you know, picking up trash on the weekends and going to a bunch of uh, AA meetings. I and, think they go- DUI class. I like the picking up trash on the weekends and stuff like that. Yeah, huge inconvenience, all that sort of stuff, and no BS celebrity. My uh, my uh, uh, community service will be uh, uh, doing a commercial. Telling kids not to drink and drive. Yeah, I've known I've known people that got a, got uh, incredibly BS community service deals. But well, and I, I would go for that if I, I could. I love but. the idea of people picking up trash and stuff like that because it doesn't cost you anything. Because um, as we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, some of these proposals for making fines a proportion of your income or wealth mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Because it does it does have a huge difference. Sure. A five hundred dollar fine for me today compared to when I was twenty, completely different thing. Oh please. Yeah. Be many, many, many multiples to get your attention the way that five hundred dollars did back in the day, depending on your status in life. Talking to y'all at this point. But here's the deal. Guilt Well has sometimes been... it's the other way around though. It's meant to be a mild punishment and it's a huge punishment. Yeah. For Very somebody because they don't have much money. Yeah. But the idea that in an, uh, an offense like, and I'm not being soft on drunk driving, and well, why did I even say that? If you think I am, you're an idiot and should probably find a dumber radio show to listen to. <laughs> guilt has been established. And then the huge life-changing difference in the repercussions are based entirely on person A can afford to hire an attorney who's good and sharp and will say to the prosecutor, I'm going to fight you on every single aspect of this. I'd say most. And make it time-consuming, expensive, maybe she gets off completely, or we meet in the middle. Yeah, all through my youth, the idea of hiring an attorney, no, they appoint you one, don't they? Right. I can't hire an attorney. And you might, it's laughable. Well, the idea of it would have been laughable. And you might, therefore... Hello, how much are you? I'm $100 an hour. Okay, bye. What? <laughs> um... So, but the idea that the poorer person would have their life seriously knocked off track and the person with money to pay for good, I just, I'm really uncomfortable with that if it's a justice system and guilt has been established. Guilt has been admitted to. That's well, a tough I guess one. guilt has not been proved in a court of law because that's the whole point. It's a plea bargain. Mm. Yeah, it's it just, it's bothersome. Because the particulars of it, and, and I'm especially sympathetic to this because I have a couple of kids who are young, out on their own, uh, as, as the great moral leader Bill Cosby once said, I have money, you don't have money. You want money, go make some money. But, so anyway, my two big kids were out on their own at this point. If they lost their licenses for six months, it would be, in, it would be devastating to them. Um, not to mention the other penalties, it'd be extremely difficult to hold on to their jobs because they're not highly placed insurance executives with years of tenure in the company. And the company would say, don't worry about it, Jim. You t- we'll work around you. You work around. No, they don't work that sort of job. And so I'm pretty sympathetic to the plight of the uh, the working class at this point. So would you hire them a lawyer or would you rather not answer that question? Uh, I would. I absolutely would. I mean, just because I think there's a problem with the system doesn't mean I'm willing to be trampled by it to make some sort of point. I, I think would, I would, de- would depend on whether or not I feel like they actually, thinking of my own kid now when they're older, if they actually are, you know, feel like they did something wrong and repentant. If I'm feeling like they're taking it pretty lightly, well, you probably need to be miserable for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. But if you're actually, oh, my God, I can't believe I let that happen. It was a mistake here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you asked me about my kids as opposed to in principle. If it's in principle, I agree with you a hundred percent. I just know Kate and Dak and just the way they'd be. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Thought starter. I don't even have a conclusion to this. It just 
bothered me. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Nibbling on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. Uh, he uh, eventually agreed. He said, okay, he'll sign it. And at that point, he stood up. Uh, he put his hand in his pocket, his suit jacket pocket, and he took two Starburst candies out, threw them on the table, and said to Merkel, uh, here, Angela, don't say I never give you anything. Um, and uh, I... So that's what? Friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Ian Bremmer, describing because he was there, um, Trump at the big uh, G whatever meeting. So you know the picture where Trump is sitting cross-armed yeah, yes. and everybody's... They, so that right. is the, the meeting that he's talking about where this happened. So then he said, all right, I'll sign it. He stands up, he takes two Starbursts out of his pocket, puts them on the table and says, hey, Angela, don't say I never gave you anything. Hilarious. Whatever. 
Okay. Dee, 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 I don't dee, find dee. it to be a scandal or anything. It's just, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a, I got a story here. Pop star Shakira may be uh, accidentally, uh, accidentally selling a trinket with a Nazi symbol on her webs. Blah, blah, blah. It's more well, fake outrage. Well, uh. she's not president. But, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exact. Good point. And yet, here's a paragraph on the German words. I just, all right, stop. Stop, everybody. What do men think it means to be a man? The, the whole, don't say I never gave you anything. I mean, it's, it's kind of tired by the time you're in your seventies, unless you're with a child. Isn't it a little tired? It's a little winded. <laughs> Gives her a quarter. Hey, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so what, is, uh, what does it mean to be a man? According to men, manly, manly men. Of course, the introduction to this article is... Maybe pull off Angela Merkel's nose. I got your nose, huh? huh? Oh, my See God. See this? I got your nose. Just Wait a minute. What's... All the uncle jokes. Hey, why hit yourself? Why hit yourself, Angela? What's huh? that in your ear? Hey, look, it's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Nate Silver's 538.com. All right. We've teamed up with Survey Simeon. Uh, question ape. No, it's a survey monkey. That's it. Uh, of course, it, its introduction mentions uh, gender disparities, patriarchal social system, and the role of masculinity in society. And Somebody's got to say toxic masculinity. That's my yeah, favorite right, new go term. Ahead. God yeah, dang it. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Um, okay. So uh, they uh, did a nationwide survey of about 1,600 fellers. So I'm sorry, 1,615 adults who identify as men. All right. All right. Uh, asked respondents to reflect on their ideas of masculinity, workplace culture, and intimacy, among other things. Um, blah, blah, blah. Feeling masculine or manly is part of a majority of men's identities. When asked how masculine or manly they generally feel, 83% of men said very or somewhat masculine. I'd be in that category, I Certainly. think. Yeah. But many fewer, 53%, said it was very or somewhat important that others see them that way. I don't think much about that, certainly at this point in my life. It's somewhat important that others see me as a manly man. I don't really, I don't think I think about it. Maybe it's in my subconscious. Depends on, yeah, and depends on how you're going to define it. There are a number. And how hard you're trying. Well, there are a number of aspects of manhood that I want my sons to see and emulate. Sure. So, yeah. So it's important that they they see you as that. Yeah. But, but not it, necessarily a stranger on the street who's like, oh, there's a manly yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think about that much. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, and there, there's, there's some qualities of quote unquote masculinity that I don't want my son to exhibit. And I don't exhibit myself. I think they're, they're, they're bad. I don't want, I don't want somebody who feels like they got to punch somebody in the face. Right. To prove they're a man in the same way that, uh, you know, there are certain uh, feminine qualities. If, if, for instance, you break down weeping because your coupon has expired at the grocery store. I mean, that would not be good. So, yeah, depends how hard you're trying. A majority of men, 64%, said their father or a father figure was a source of their ideas about what it means to be a good man. Absolutely. 100%, yeah. At 41%, mothers came in second. About what it's be to be a good man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a valuable perspective. I don't get it. From a woman's perspective. Your your mom taught you something about what being a good man is based on her relationship with your dad okay, and what she expected and, and that sort of thing. You're not saying your mom kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> no, it's a little more subtle than that. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kids standing up or something. Many, <laughs> For instance, you know, pearls before swine. 
Many also cited religion as uh, an important uh, you know, influence on what it means to be a good man. There were, however, some generational differences. Pop culture was a source of inspiration for an understanding of my- manhood for younger men. 42% of those 18 to 34, while only 17% of men, 35 to 64, and 12% of men, 65 or over, said the same. I think that is a terrible, toxic, ridiculous, unhealthy thing. If you're looking to pop culture, which which exists entirely to make money and to get you to buy stuff for your cues for how to be a man. I would be really interested to find out of the percentage of people who cited that, how many of those were coming from being raised by a single mother. Yes, excellent question. That's a good question. Yeah. 60% of men agreed that society puts pressure on men to in a way that is unhealthy or bad. I'd like to know what they mean. And the younger a man was, the more likely he was to believe that. I'd like to know a what they mean. A wispy little millennial with no grip strength. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Here, squeeze this, son. Feels society puts pressure on them? In a way that is unhealthy or bad. I'd like to. I'd really well, like to hear the, the, the definition of that. That's part of the effing Nancy Pelosi. If you want to be a poet, you can be a poet. If you want to be a guitar player, you no, you can't. Not really. If you're gonna, really, you witch. Not if you're going to feed yourself. Society's constantly putting pressure on people to feed themselves and work and everything. That attitude. Do you think that's? Like the male version of the Barbie argument? Are they talking about like G.I. Joe's and, you know, looking at Thor on the big screen, like these unreasonable expectations of the the body standards? Or do you think it's more what you... I don't... I've never bought that argument for for either gender, and I certainly don't buy it for men. But while most... I I certainly haven't seen in either one of my sons feeling like there's something wrong with them because they're not built like any of the superheroes. Because their chest isn't out farther than their chin is. (laughs) Right. While most respondents were in agreement that society puts negative pressure on men, God, we are a nation of crybabies, they differed on the form that that pressure takes. One respondent said that there are, quote, too many unnatural macho expectations and too little emphasis on nurturing skills. While another believed, <laughs> I like your voice for these. While another <laughs> author believed that there's quote too much emphasis on finding our feelings, period, end quote. Um, well, yeah, okay, so it's funny the the one the wussy little fella said there's way too much of this macho stuff, and the hard guy says, "What the hell's all this with finding our feelings?" It's almost <laughs> like people have a wide ranging amount of temperaments that they can be. It's it's as if there are there the variety of ways to be a man. But that guy's a man, and I'm a man. Shouldn't we agree on all things? We also asked men about their persistent worries. Here are the top. Oh, I, I only have one worry: low T. That's right. <laughs> all right, here you go. Speaking of which, I'm going to count up from number. Uh, here's your top, your traditional top seven. Uh, sexual performance or amount of sex is worried about on a daily or near daily basis by almost a quarter of men. 23%. Yes. I've never worried about sexual performance. I always worry about amount of sex. Why those got lumped together, I don't get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving up the list, number, oh, well, it doesn't matter. M- my mental health, 32% of people worry about it on a daily or near daily basis. Ability to provide for your family, same percentage. Air day. Yeah, Air no day, kidding. all day. I suppose you'd have to, shouldn't that be limited to the number of people who have a family? 
Well, it's interesting that it's only <laughs> yeah, for thir- me, for instance. I don't worry about that at all. Yeah. Well, the worry. fact that only 32% say that says something about sure. the state of American yeah. manhood. Yeah. I didn't worry about it much either when I, you know, worst case scenario is I put all my stuff in my car and go somewhere and bartend or my something. My physique, 33%. Physical health, 49%. Finances, 53%. And the number one response, worried about it on a daily or near daily basis, 54% said, my weight. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. yeah. Every day, I think about it every day. Oh hell yeah! Which it's de- especially today. That's Matt! different from physique, <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's a that's an interesting point. Yeah. I wish I had bigger calves or something. Oh, oh yeah. I think that every and yours day. are pretty big. They're really impressive. <laughs> All the guys talk about them. I think about my weight every day. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Back to this survey of what it means to be a man, a manly, manly man. Uh, I'm intrigued by a lot of these results. Um, We talked about what men worry about on a daily or near daily basis, and the top thing was your weight, 54%. And then finances was right below it, but I worry about Mm. both those things every day. Well, worry. I don't know that I worry, but I think about them. Those were the top ones. The bottom ones, counting down to the bottom. Things you worry about the least? Well, it's guy. It's the results. No, it's it's the the fewest respondents cited this as something they worry about on a daily basis. Gotcha. Nineteen percent said your hair or hairline. Yeah, that's... well, I'd say it's if you're at the point where it's receding, then you might worry. Once it's receded, the... I've never thought about it a second in uh, many decades. I uh, feel bad for you if you have to occupy any of your time with that. Your clothing or style is eighteen percent. 13% is the appearance of your genitalia. I've never worried about that it's, either. That's it, my it, answer. It's not the appearance, <laughs> it's the number of appearances that concerns me. Uh, your height, 6%. Never worried and about that. None of the above. Worries, worries for, for homos. I don't worry about anything. 13%. How, how do you not worry about any of that stuff on a daily or new? Well, I don't know. I just forget about it. Right. Exactly. There you go. Uh, being a man at work, how would you say it's an advantage to be a man at your work right now? Top response was men are taken more seriously, 23%. Hmm. Well, that's the highest number. Men make more money, 18%. Men have I, more. My, my first answer off the top of my head would be there is no advantage to being a man at work. You know what? I'm sorry. that I should have said that none of the above is the number one response, 60%. Yeah. Why would there be an advantage? Well, I, I, I can reach things on top of things. I can if there's something just, heavy to be lifted. Generally, uh, <laughs> um, I, I think women would, many women would would disagree. Okay. Um, so which, that, you know what that is? Then so that's uh, what's that? Uh, I don't know my own privilege thing. Oh, it's a male privilege, yeah. you might say. Because I don't rec- I don't notice any advantages that I have. But I would like right. to have women explain to me what the advantages are that I have. Yeah, but as usual, we reach the point in the discussion of privilege where I say, well, that's uncool if there's discrimination. I'm against that. Now what am I supposed to do? Text line. Feel bad or, or punch myself in the face or, or pay reparations or what? Text line, ladies. Ladies? Tell me what uh, advantages I don't recognize that I have as a male at work. 415-295-KFTC. So 60% said none of the above. Would you? How would you say it's a disadvantage? To be a man at your work right now. Number one response, 42%. Greater risk of being accused of sexual harassment. Clearly. Yeah. None of the above tied at 42%. Mm. Uh, greater risk of being accused of being racist or sexist. 38%. I would, 
I would go with the none of the above. I don't think there's any disadvantage to being a male at work either. Um, well, I, on a theoretical level, being accused of sexual harassment, I guess. But I don't think about it. Um, there's, you know what? There's a story. This uh, civil rights activist gal, Sharita Dixon Cole, pulled over by a Texas uh, copper who suspected her of DUI, and uh, she claimed the trooper repeatedly told her he would let her go in exchange for sexual favors. When he, she said no, the trooper sexually assaulted her. The, her lawyer jumped in. Social activist Sean King started posting, blah, blah, blah. She made it all up. Made it all up. And actually, the lawyer guy said, well, the, what he said was... He said, it is deeply troubling when innocent parties are falsely accused, and I am truly sorry for any trouble these claims may have caused the officer and his family. I take full responsibility for amplifying these claims to the point of national concern. That's a good apology by the lawyer, by the way. But that copper was sure at a greater risk of sexual harassment because he was a dude, um, or, or being accused of it. Um, but again, none of the above was the most popular answer. Uh, dating and relationships. How often do you be try to be the one who pays when on a date? Always. Always. So you'd say always. Don't um, try to be. I think I've always paid. You know, I've been married since uh, 1908, so I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, only th- I, I go in with the assumption that I'm paying right. for every date. Sure. All yeah, right. Me too. Uh, 35 to 64, it was 55%. Interestingly, it's a slightly less, 53% for 65s and up. So, you know, if I'm uh, rocking the retirement community, I'm going Dutch. And, you know, you can, fixed income. You can make all sure. the claims you want about uh, there's no difference between men and women and all this different stuff. Um, and you can try as hard as you want. But the vast majority of women, you go out on dates with dudes and they don't even make a motion to pay or anything like or that. Or they just say, why don't we split this? You're not into them. That's just I well, guarantee that would be hypocrisy, you, Jack. I would guess it's more. It's like eighty percent of women, ninety percent of women feel that way. It's right. certainly over half. Of, of course, way over half of women don't express some of the feminazi. Forgive me, Rush uh, attitudes that you hear in the true. mainstream media. Yeah, that's true. And your progressive activist type stuff. Most women don't believe that stuff. It's a very narrow band of people. But anyway, always is. Uh, oh, this it's broken up by age group. What age group do you want to hear about? 18 to 34s, 35 to 64s? I certainly have never been on a date with somebody that, like, if when I went to pay, they would say, how dare you assume that you're paying, that you're providing the meal? Right. Without even never. asking me. I've never had that happen no. once in my well, life. On occasion, they'd say, hey, let me help out with that, yeah. or let me get the tear in. Yes. You know, and you just have the, the conversation <laughs> I drank a lot. I should pay for some of this. So 18 to 34s <laughs> are probably doing the most dating, right? So let's look at those. Only 36% say always. 22% say often. Sometimes is 24%, 3% rarely, 12% of 18 to 34 say they never try to be the one who pays. Well, you're a cheap bastard. I respect the hustle, though. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a, you're a conning chicks out of meals. What's the matter with you? Be a man, man. Um, I wonder if they just dine and dash and they just turn their date into an adventure. Hey, look at that. And you run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go. As with the behavior in the workplace, hashtag Me Too has not led most men to rethink their typical dating behaviors. That's because the vast majority of men's typical dating behaviors, I say, are, are, are fine. They're gentlemanly, or at least the majority. 
Um, I like this one. When you want to be physically intimate with someone, how do you gauge their interest? How asleep they are, right, Bill Cosby? Oh, boy. Every situation is different, said 60% of respondents <laughs> who are correct. In other words, you can't, like, put rules on yeah, it. I don't, a 15 I don't. page multiple choice questionnaire that I hand them at the end of the date. It's that great. It's that complicated nonverbal communication that we don't even understand ourselves. It's funny. Virtually every answer is the same. Every situation is different. It's 59%. Read their physical body language to see if they're interested. 46%. Are they naked? <laughs> are they saying blank me? Is it always clear how to gauge someone? Oh, I'm sorry. It isn't always clear how to gauge someone's interest. Correct. Which is the same as every situation is different. Ask for a verbal confirmation of consent. 31%. Make a physical move to see how they react. 29. What would you think of this? <laughs> other. 7%. Other. What's the other? I like call her mom. <laughs> call her mom. Hello, Mrs. Hey. Jones. This, my name is Joe Getty. Hi. <laughs> other. Hmm. So that's sex. It's something, isn't it? And see how they respond. <laughs> Sometimes I like to have sex with people. How about you? That's uh, that's that's the most important part. Mm. Um, uh, pay this off since we just played the clip of Ariana, the Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson engagement came up. Ariana, we got this text. I don't completely know what it means. Ari, Ariana Grande loves the soy boys. I don't know that. Term. Oh yeah, is that a thing? What Sean? is that? Uh, so it's like somebody who eats like tofu, right? It's kind of like a vegan dig, right? You get your protein from soy. Okay, soy boy. Ariana Grande loves the soy boys because feels. If you are low T, she's into you. That means she wants control. Train wreck coming in one, two, three. Past the popcorn. Oh, so she's looking for a girly man to dominate. Okay, friggin' soy boys. I've never heard that expression. To marry? Huh. Or or she's just gonna you know. Toy with them, then dump them. Out of cruel, out of cruelty. That she's a bad girl. Huh. She's a donut lapper, isn't she? Did she lick that donut? Yes, that was her. Yeah. She was very young. Wasn't she a teenager when she did that? I think she's still. Is. And she said she hates America. <laughs> yeah, I think she's still a teenager. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes... 
you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.